This is freedom. Yowie, wowie, you found me! <laughs> Welcome to the biggest draw for the critics, the marks, the casual, and the hardcore. I think they said yeah! Introducing your hosts, let's give it up for the prescription fill-in, smart slaying, cowboy boot-wearing, son of a gun, make some noise for Doc Haas. Because the great don't need to be goaded into greatness. They seek it out, they crave it. They dare the entire locker room to come after them, just like I'm going to seek you out. Up in the sky, it's a bird, it's a plane. Nope, it's just our third man. Johnny Smarks, Smarks. Who said you idiots can speak while there's a microphone in my head? And here is your host with the most, the baby face of podcasting, J.C. Bones. Let's make one thing clear. I don't watch this business. This business watches me. Sit back and enjoy your dose of kayfabe consumption as you listen to the fourth wall WrestleCast. Oops, I'm breaking the fourth breaking wall. The fourth wall. Take two. And what up, fam? And welcome to your one-stop shop for all things pro wrestling, sports, music, and so much more. Welcome to the Fourth Wall Cast. You can check us out right here every Sunday on the Fourth Wall Pop Network. I am your host with the most, the babyface of podcasting, J.C. Bones. And once again. I am accompanied by the smarkiest smark of all the smarks. He is the third man of the fourth wall, but always number one in your hearts. Ladies and gentlemen, Johnny Smarks. What up, everyone? I should have said the bald and the beautiful Johnny Smarks. I like that. You should have, because I am bald. As am I. And you know what? We should talk about this right now, John. It is such a... An issue to keep your bald head beautiful. Like, I cut my head shaving my head today. That's terrible. Oh my god. Dude, you know what? I gotta be honest with you. I spend more, like, on product since I decided to shave my head than I did when I had the little bit of hair I had. Dude, agreed. I'm the same way because now all the hair on my head is on my face. So I buy all this beard product. And I have and I have to shave my head like every other day. And I freaking cut myself and I have like a paper towel on my head to stop the bleeding. It's friggin' great. Trials and tribulations of being sexy, you know? I know, I know. So, you know? It's it's just hard, you know? It's 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 real tough. But anyway, so Smarky, we got a lot to talk about today. We got some wrestling news, we have some new wrestling style shows coming out. I wanna talk about um, the build for WrestleMania. I want to talk about some action figures and some also uh, also some some TV shows that finally have made their return to TV. Ooh. So, without further ado, let's talk about this new wrestling film that's going to be coming out. Uh, it's a film entitled Kayfabe, and mm-hmm. it's going to be written by or involving Gail Kim, Amy Dumas, also known as Lita, and Christy Hemi. So the trio launched a Kickstarter campaign, right, to fund the project. And the tagline is, Kayfabe, real wrestling, 
real wrestlers, real stories. So it sounds like it's kind of like a behind-the-scenes kind of film uh, based from maybe their points of view. But I know the film is supposed to be surrounded by this character, this female wrestler who starts their, her own promotion. So I'm not too, again, not too sure if it's an episodic show, if it's a movie or what it is. But the Kickstarter campaign notes that these truth-telling renegades have a mission to create impactful, female-centric, professional wrestling content. Uh, Dumas, Hemi, and Kim are also partnering with several producers and other behind-the-scenes talents, uh, some uh, of the likes of Jimmy Jacobs, formerly of the WWE creative staff, Chavo Guerrero, former WWE superstar, and also the head trainer for the Glow TV show on Netflix. Ooh, Chavo. uh, Ooh, Chavo. As well as David Sahadi and other big names uh, to help them work behind the scenes for filming and everything else. Nice. So there's really no other information on if they have a TV deal, uh, what what station it will be on, if it's going to be just a stream. Uh, Nothing on that, but that is some news that I, I literally just read this article today. Have you heard anything about this uh, before today? I, I have not. I'm just looking at it now while we're, uh, you know, while we're talking about it. I'm like, oh, hey, this is pretty awesome. Yeah. Um, <coughs> with Chavo involved, it's got to be good. Chavo did some great stuff for um, um, Glow. For Glow, I mm-hmm. thought Glow was a great show. Uh, it's so. amazing. I'm, I, I've watched all three seasons already on yep. Netflix. It's such a good show. So I'm looking forward to seeing what this show is going to be about, and it's cool to have Lita and Gail Kim's and even Christy Hemme's names again in headlines uh, involving wrestling because they've both kind of been quiet over the past few years. Gail Kim more so probably more recently because she was involved with Impact for a while. But it's always nice to hear these uh, future or or current Hall of Famer names surrounding wrestling. totally off subject. Yeah. Did you know that Gail Kim was married to Robert Irvine, like the celebrity chef? Yes. And it's a very – it's an odd couple, man. She's like this young, attractive Asian he's woman. He's 54. And he's an older man. I, I, I don't know what her, how old she is. They're, he, they're, only, they're only 12 years apart. Yeah, still 12 years is still substantial. But, so a um, little bit of tidbit like fact. That she'd be little, into. I'm, I'm cutting you off here. Little tidbit fact. Mm-hmm. Doc Haas and I actually played an after party for a Robert Irvine show called Dinner Impossible. No shit. Yeah, yeah. And we did it on a uh, on a new Navy destroyer. Wow. It was pretty awesome. awesome. Yeah. How long ago was that? Oh, God. Um, well, it was – I was still in a band that I will, ne- I will not name um, <laughs> because I don't want to. Mm-hmm. But um, – yeah, it had to be like, oh my god, two thousand eight, nine ish, a That's while ago. Cool. Nice. Yeah. Robert Irvine. There you go. That's All pretty, right. a small world, man. Some very. So anyway, you know, talking about uh, current and future Hall of Famers, let's talk about the newest inductee that was announced for the WWE Hall of Fame uh, class of twenty twenty. None other than John Bradshaw Layfield. Oh my god, I'm so excited. Yeah, this is turning out to be quite the stacked class uh, for this year's Hall of Fame. We got JBL, we have uh, the NWO, we have Batista, and we have the Bella Twins. Yeah. Yeah. That's pretty cool. So this is something, <clears throat> excuse me, 
Mm-hmm. This is a pretty cool class. I thought it was going to be APA. In fact, we were talking yesterday that it was probably going to be the APA, but I guess the APA um, – Ron Simmons is in, I think. He's in already, right? yes. So they're going to do JBL, and then next year or the year after, it's going to be the APA. So the APA will get put in, definitely. APA should be put in. They deserve to be put in because they may not have been main eventers throughout the entire Attitude Era, but they had a lot of substantial storylines and also played a big part in the Ministry of Darkness – and the corporate ministry as well. Oh, they they were main characters in that. Uh, yeah, they're not the Undertaker or you know Vince McMahon or right. you know anyone else. But they're not. They're not. What's his name? They're not. Who Midian? played Hog? Midian, Midian that's and it. Viscera. <laughs> oh, right. Viscera. So oh, bless yeah, that so guy's that was heart. Cool to hear that JBL was being inducted. Uh, I have read some reports about there there being talks about inducting the British Bulldog, Davy Boy Smith. Which should yep. be interesting. Now, I do know recently his son, uh, Davey Boy Smith Jr., I think. I forget what his, he goes by in wrestling. David Hart. David Hart. He was on the bump recently yeah. with um, Tyson Kidd and Natalia. Yeah. And uh, I also thought I read something. I, I could be mistaken recently, too, about him potentially coming over to WWE. So it would only make sense if they it, inducted it wouldn't Davey surprise Boy Smith me. to essentially, I guess in a way, debut or introduce... Uh, David Hart, you know, to have him induct his father at the Hall of Fame. I mean, I I wouldn't be surprised if he comes back. He was always a good talent. I think he just, you know, I think he just needs to go out and do some other stuff. Um, I've watched some of his uh, ML, MLW? Yeah, MLW, MLW stuff. Yep. And he's still awesome. And, you know, he's he's wrestling at pretty much as the Hart Foundation, I think. Yes, it's along him with and, uh, Pillman, Brian Pillman yeah. Jr., Hillman yep. Jr. and um, there's the other guy. There, there's uh, t- Teddy Hart. It's Teddy Hart, which I guess is a, is a cousin. I, I I think I don't. I I think so. I think there's a chance that he might not even be related. He just happens to have the last name Hart. Yeah, that's what I thought. Because I have no idea. You know what, Smarky? Since we have you here, let's do some research. Oh, I'm doing it right now. Actually, you, see, this is why you're on top of shit like this. I know. So while you're looking up the stuff for uh, Teddy Hart. I do want to talk about the event we have coming on this weekend. We have the WWE Elimination Chamber coming to us live from Philly. And yeah. uh, one of us on this podcast currently will be going, Mr. Smarky. So let me tell you the story about that. That's that, was, um, that was a, quite, the interesting, uh, quite the interesting story. So Monday morning, 6.32 a.m., I'm in my car. Driving to work, and there's this great radio station out of Philadelphia. They are called WMMR, 93.3 WMMR, right? One of the most famous rock and roll stations, and their morning show is fantastic. Uh, it's called Preston and Steve, and it's it, they're just really good. I've been listening to them for years. And, um, well, quite honestly, they have this thing called The Stupid Question, and uh, I just happened to Google it fast enough. And uh, they picked me to answer. The question was, what country does the plant called the Gimpy Gimpy come from? Do you know the answer to that, Bones? The Gimpy Gimpy? Yeah. No. It's a plant? It's a plant. No. Very painful plant. I've never heard of a Gimpy Gimpy. Well, it, a plant that's painful, where would you think it's from? What continent? <sighs> a painful plant. Think about a Gotta continent that like, has... Uh, oh, you almost said it. Africa. No, Australia. Australia, okay. 
I answered it, and I'm going to be honest with you. I had no idea what the prize was. I just tried. Mm-hmm. And the prize happened to be four tickets to Elimination Chamber. <laughs> Dude, that is awesome. I almost veer off the road in excitement. The guy's like, are you okay? I'm like, actually, yeah. I'm like, I'm a huge wrestling fan. And he was super excited for me. And, and I'm wait, going. And wait, and you plugged our show, right? Oh, I don't. you don't get to talk on the air like that. Oh, okay, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah, come on. It's, on they, they don't make it like that. Oh, okay. No, man. But I'm, right. I, uh, I'm going, and um, you're not. No, I, I have a gig. I'll be, uh, I'll be working the gig life on Sunday. That's okay. That's okay. So me, me and Doc are going, and then we're, we have two of our buddies coming, um, one of Doc and I's childhood friends, and um, – <clears throat> excuse me – one of my buddies from school who happens to be a huge wrestling fan. Um, and I think we're going to meet up with DFDC. Yes, he is going to be as there. Well. Yep. And uh, we'll see if anyone else is there that we know. Good I have shit, a feeling man. there's going to be a few. Good shit, man. So what are you looking forward to the most at Elimination Chamber right now? I mean, do you want me to be honest? Yeah. Uh, nothing. Please. Yeah. I didn't realize that there is no men's Elimination Chamber match. Because they already yeah. have uh, both titles accounted for. Both titles have number one contenders. Yeah. So, I mean, so the women's, the women's match is going to be awesome. We, we know that. The women that are up in the main roster right now, for the most part, are fantastic athletes. You know, they're fantastic professional wrestlers. Um, I, you know, you got, you got some cool stories in here. You have, you know, Natalia, Shayna Baszler, and Asuka. But then you have the Riot Squad, the which Riot isn't a thing anymore. Yeah. But, but, you know. Yeah. But they are feuding, and there was that interesting match this week on Raw where Sarah Logan was a special guest referee with Ruby versus Liv, and now Sarah's getting involved. So I hope they don't fuck up this storyline, and I hope that all three of them shine in this match, and all three of them still have something substantial in terms of storyline after Elimination Chamber leading into WrestleMania. Or they just decide to sweep it all under the rug and just fucking be the riot squad again and do it the right way this time. Yep. Yep. You know, so I, I have to correct you and I hate doing it, but there is a men's elimination chamber match. What? Oh yeah. It's a tag team elimination oh. chamber match. Okay. I knew that. Miz and Morrison versus the new day mm-hmm. versus the Usos versus mm-hmm. heavy machinery versus Lucha house party versus Ziggler and rude. Right. Yes. So I guess they're going to put two in a pod. Yep. Yeah, they've been doing the tag team Elimination Chamber for the past few years now. Uh, yep. The first time they ever did it, um, who, who was um, Kalisto and Sin Cara called? Oh, the Lucha Dragons. Yep. They were in it, and Kalisto had a real – we talked about this last, last week too. Uh, Kalisto had, cool- had a really good showing where he hung from yeah. the, the top of the thing and landed um, on someone's shoulders and did a hurricane run. It was really cool. So I think with all the parties involved in that match, we're going to see – some real big highlights, and that potentially could be the match of the night. I mean, they did just announce a no a no DQ match, Aleister Black versus AJ Styles. You're going to have the Street Profits defending their newly won Raw Tag Titles against Murphy and Rollins. And then you have the Women's Elimination Chamber. I'm not too sure what other matches are happening right now at Elimination Chamber this week. But either way... I have a question for you. I have an answer, hopefully. Do you think we're, I'm going to see Goldberg at all? At Elimination Chamber? No, because Roman's not involved at all, so I don't think you'd see 
Goldberg. I'm not. I'm not even talking in a match. I'm just talking. Like yeah. this happens every year. I think I. You know, this has become the forgotten pay per view. Yep. I. Uh, you I know, think that if they utilize this pay per view to determine the number one contender of the of the other title that the winner of the Rumble is not going for, this you could work towards this. But you know what? What makes it suck is they throw Super Showdown in the middle of it. So here's the thing. You can either do one or the other, in my opinion. You can have Super Showdown, and yes, I know you have a contract, blah, blah, blah. So you do Super Showdown, and you move Elimination Chamber somewhere else. Right. After after Royal Rumble, do you really need a pay-per-view in between the Royal Rumble and WrestleMania? No. I don't think so. No. You could so just what? do a long build between Rumble and... For two months, long build to WrestleMania. Long builds. Do you yeah. remember long builds? Storylines. Remember that? Oh, my God. Like, And what, what did we say last week? Continuity. You know, character development. All these things are, are the forgotten art in WWE. But that's why guys like us watch AEW, NWA, and sometimes even NXT. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I watch, I watch everything you just said. And... Um, uh, I hate to say it, they're better shows right now. But yeah. but we're we're a different audience. We are not the core audience of WWE. Right, right. And I don't think we're going to be anymore. No. So there's that. Um, you know, I, I'm going to be honest with you. I I actually think the match that's going to steal tonight might. You know what? It might be the tag elimination match. Mm-hmm. But what about Andrade versus uh, Humberto Carrillo? Oh, they're fighting again? Yes. I surprise, mean, surprise. I, I don't know. I, I can't buy into Humberto yet. He, I don't know. He's very, he's very vanilla. There's, there's really nothing, nothing to him. There's no character. I, 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 didn't, I didn't know that he was related to Angel Garza. I love that Angel Garza came up to the main roster and he's, He's uh, partnered up with Andrade and Zelina. I think that's an awesome group right there. Uh, Zelina, Andrade, and Angel. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I, I just hope Andrade wins. That, that's, that's it. I hope Andrade retains and they do something with him and Angel and Zelina moving forward going into Mania. And not having Humberto Carrillo in that story would be perfect. Yeah. But you know what, though? Here's the thing. I can see them, and I say this every year. I love multi-man matches for the mid-card titles. If they did a multi-man ladder match with Andrade, then yes, put Humberto in that match. Humberto could shine in a ladder match, in a multi-man ladder match. So, but I, mean, I do want to talk about one thing. You mentioned Goldberg. Now, the other day, we talked about what we thought about Goldberg beating Bray Wyatt. The more I think of this, the more I think about it, and the more I read Bray Wyatt's cryptic tweets, I tend to be okay with Goldberg winning. Now, I got to take a step back and not look at it. Well, it's the 54-year-old Goldberg defeating Bray Wyatt, who they finally gave him the right character and letting him really shine. We said this back at SummerSlam. I think it was SummerSlam. Or no, mm-hmm. Hell in a Cell, when uh, Bray Wyatt and Seth Rollins face each other for the title when Rollins was the champ. Mm-hmm. And we all said, Wyatt was not in that match for the title. The title meant absolutely nothing to him. 
what meant. He doesn't really care about it. He doesn't care about it. It was nothing more than a prop. So he had posted a tweet. Let me actually pull up the tweet. But he talked about there being a sacrifice and being exactly where he needs to be. So he says, to my mockingbird, not a loss, but instead a sacrifice. He wasn't a chapter in my tale. I began with a mission, and now I'm where I was supposed to be. You'll see. So, not a loss, instead a sacrifice, means, okay, I sacrificed the title. He wasn't a chapter in my tale. He meaning Goldberg. Mm-hmm. His, his whole purpose right now is to face John Cena at WrestleMania and get the win that he should have gotten six years ago at WrestleMania 30 when he when Bray Wyatt first faced John Cena at Mania. Okay. But Cena buried him. Yep. So I think Wyatt having the title, he was just a placeholder for a while. Don't know why they spent the money to design a whole new Fiend belt to show it on TV for like not even uh, uh, not even six months. Because um, how many months now has he had? When was Hell in a Cell? October? Uh, yeah. <clears throat> I think it was almost, up to... It's almost like five months, five, almost maybe six, maybe almost six months. Yep. But still, I don't know. Um, but uh, the more I think about it, I, I'm okay with it. Now, also, on the flip side of this, Goldberg is now defending that title against Roman Reigns. Now, no one... You could, be a, you could be a Roman Reigns mark. You could not be a Roman fan at all. Nobody right now still wants to see Roman Reigns in the title picture. But no one wants to see Goldberg as the Universal Champion. So the same thing they did with Seth Rollins and Brock Lesnar last year, they're doing this year with Goldberg and Roman Reigns. Roman yeah. Reigns is going to get a pop when he beats Goldberg. But then the next night on Raw or the next Friday on SmackDown... He might not be as over as he was at Mania after he defeated Goldberg. Because now it's like, oh, Roman's the champ again. Depends okay. on what kind of storyline he goes into. So this works, this works out for Bray Wyatt for more character development. Have him go over on Cena at WrestleMania and have Cena go out on his back like he should yep. to you know, help put over younger talent. And then you're going to get Roman to get the biggest pop of the night. But now let me ask you this. Roman versus Goldberg, does that main event WrestleMania? God, I hope not. No. I think it should be Drew Drew and Brock. Drew and I have Brock a feeling it's going to be. Has more of a story, and I think Drew, no matter what, will get the biggest pop when he defeats Brock Lesnar in the main event after seven hours of WrestleMania. Seven hours. You know, well, you know what they should do? They should open up Mania like they did last year with the championship match. Have Roman defeat Goldberg in the first match of the night. Have Roman get his big pop, and then you don't see him again for the next six hours. I'll see you on SmackDown. That should be it. The goal is to to get Roman a pop and potentially get Roman over that night. Do it early in the night, and I don't want to see him anymore now the rest of the night. I think that's the way it should go. But we'll have to see how booking goes, you know, and... uh, Book it, Vince. Yeah, yeah, Vince. We know you're listening to this. You and H are listening. So that's the way it should go, I think. I think that's going to work out in everyone's favor. Yeah. Because who wants to see go- who wants to wait seven hours to see Roman versus Goldberg? 
you know they're going to fight no more than maybe seven minutes. Yeah, it's not going to be long Spear, that. two counts. Spear, spear, Superman punch. Spear, spear, jackhammer. Spear, spear, Superman punch. It's like, you're only going to see. Yeah. For five to seven minutes. So, uh-huh. anyway, wanted to talk about that. But the biggest thing going on right now in WWE has to be the Edge and Randy Orton storyline. Yo, Yo, Randy Orton. First of all, I need to give we need to give Beth Phoenix some credit because she fucking took that RKO like a champ. She sold the shit out of it. She sold the shit out of it. I love this storyline. Now, this match could potentially main event WrestleMania because everyone is emotionally invested in it. And the match can go either way. Orton could go over. Edge could go over. It could go either way at this point. It is the most, I think, out of everything going on in wrestling, even more so than the MJF and Cody feud right now, I think the, the, the most, the feud that everyone is the most emotionally invested in is Randy Orton and Edge right now. Yep. And we got to give Orton credit. Edge has not been on TV in weeks. It's just been Orton cutting promos after promo, but his fucking promos are five-star promos. What he he could say one word, he could say he could talk for ten minutes, he could just not say a word at all, and he gets the heat, and he and he gets he gets over in the way he's supposed to to help create more character development for him and for Edge, and getting yep. Matt Hardy involved, getting Beth Phoenix involved, even getting Kevin Owens involved a week ago was fine because you have all these little roadblocks on the way to WrestleMania. Absolutely love the storyline of where this is going. Agreed. I'm watching the video of uh, Beth Phoenix taking the... Uh, I have watched that thing over and over again. She fucking took it like a champ. You got to give Beth Phoenix credit, too. I think she was very underrated when she was an active superstar. But seeing her back uh, on commentary in NXT and also being back in the ring here and there over the past three years or so, Royal Rumbles, tag matches, things like that, she still, she still got it. I never thought she was underrated. I thought she did some good stuff. She did, but I think from the fans' point of view, I think she she wasn't as over as she could have been. I would love to see her come back as an active competitor. I would love. Hold that. on, I gotta watch this one more time. Hold on, uh, there's a stare down, and then she gives. Damn. Him, then she gives him the kick, and without hesitation, he he takes the kick, no sells it, and friggin' knocks her with the RKO. And I love when, when, when he grabs her and she goes airborne, her body is parallel to the mat. Like, her body was straight across. Like, she fucking landed straight. Dude, it was just, it was perfect. Dude, that was one of the best RKO cells I've ever right? seen. Can't beat it. It was really awesome. Really fucking awesome. Dude. Now, off the topic of wrestling, Johnny, I want to know what else is really awesome. What? Two of my favorite shows have finally returned to TV. What are those? Well, the first one that finally returned is Better Call Saul. <laughs> Season five of Better Call Saul. Did you, you watch Breaking Bad before, right? I didn't get past the first episode. Oh, my God, fam. Please send Smarky all the hate tweets in the world right now for not watching Breaking Bad. I gotta try wow. again. You need to you need to really try and find time maybe on your spring break and binge watch Breaking Bad. Yep. 
You got to really watch it because this Better Call Saul is essentially a spinoff of it. Uh, Better Call Saul. All right, first of all, the character, I'll explain to you. And for those in the fan that never watched the show, Saul Goodman is the lawyer that uh, protects Walter White. Walter White being the old gentleman who creates the drugs, blah, blah, blah. So Better Call Saul is all about Saul Goodman and how Saul Goodman became Saul Goodman. You know what I'm saying? So um, his real name was Jimmy. Oh, wow. Why can't I remember his last name? Jimmy. Jimmy something. But it's uh, the fifth season. Season four ended with him essentially becoming a lawyer for the criminals and uh, changed his name to Saul Goodman. So now going into season five, they start to introduce characters from Breaking Bad. Now you get to see how uh, how Jimmy or how Saul gets caught up with the Salamancas and how he's working with Nacho uh, and, and, and working with them. And also, we all know Mike from Breaking Bad. Mike's been in the this, in this show since season one. And also, they introduce now in this first step, or I think sometime in this season, you're going to see uh, what was Walter White's uh, brother-in-law's name. You're oh, asking the wrong person. I know. I'm asking... Why can't it's the guy that played um, Thing in Fantastic Four? Uh, why Michael Chiklis, I think was his name. I can't remember what the hell the character he played. But anyway, but now he comes back. So season five, they're really starting to bring the two shows together, and it's a matter of time before we get before we start to see Walter White in Better Call Saul. So I'm really excited for this. It's been a while since it's been on TV. Uh, it took a long time for it to come back. I was worried it wasn't going to come back, but I'm glad it came back. Uh, so that's going to be... This is off to a great start already for a good season five, or better call Saul. Also, another show that just came back this past weekend. One of my favorites. There are a lot of haters out there, uh, but The Walking Dead. I am a huge Walking Dead fan. I have been since episode one. There are a lot of people that fell off the show because I understand where they could see the repetitiveness in the show. But something about it, the characters keep me, keep me coming back each week to watch it. They introduce all these new characters. And now we're finally going to get into the war between Alexandria and... Uh, well, what the hell? There was Alexandria. There's the kingdom. There's the ocean front, and they're all going to take on the Whisperers. And we're going to eventually we're going to see the death of Alpha and Beta. And then we have to see where Negan ties into all of this. Like, dude, you're excited, man. Fucking so excited, so excited. This first episode was great because there was Carol was not in the episode. There was no crazy Carol shenanigans. Uh, they did have a conversation between Alpha and Daryl. Daryl, who was still like the top star in the fucking show you know here's a little side note in the in the book the books the walking dead of the comics daryl mm-hmm. is not a character daryl was created for the tv show so here's a little another tidbit there was a character on the walking dead that was a graduate of my school really who was that which character that's a great question uh-huh let me look that up for let's, you let's see uh but yeah but walking dead the second half of season 10 just returned and season five of Better Call Saul. So if you haven't watched Walking Dead, find the time to binge watch it, catch up all 10 seasons. Uh, I guarantee you're not going to be disappointed. 
and Better Call Saul also, but you have to watch Breaking Bad first. Uh, no, you don't. You actually, you don't watch Better Call Saul. And then when Better Call Saul's over, then you watch Breaking Bad because it's all this all ties into to uh, the story of Breaking Bad anyway. Ah, uh, so interesting. Uh, here we go. So who was it? Who was the character? It is. Where the hell is it? Where is he? Where is he? He should Where be on this know? list. What the hell? He was on this list before. I think Smarky's a liar. I am not a liar. I swear to God. Tom Zerver, Tom Zerver is not cool enough for, to be on The Walking Dead. Though, that is not true. There was someone. He was like a minor character. Because I mean, we we have some pretty we have some pretty awesome alumni. You know, Darren Barnes, who was an NFL player. Uh, I mean, Piper Perabo, Dimitri Martin, Mark Leiter Jr. They all went to my school. But I can't... Where the hell? Yeah, well, you know who went to Overch High School? Who? Vitamin C. Are you serious? Yeah, she sang the graduation song, bro. And you she know went who, to Overch? Yeah, you know who else? Who? Cr- Chris Thatcher, drummer from Streetlight Manifesto. What's up, oh, Chris? Thatcher. Shout out to my boy Chris Thatcher and Streetlight Manifesto. I love you. That was kind of creepy. It was. It was. It was. I cannot find. And FYI, I've been friends with Chris since high school, and I was actually even in his wedding, too. Just putting it out there. Look at that. Look at you go. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm fucking cool. Yeah, I um, I cannot find it. I'll have yeah. to do some more thing, but I swear there was an actor who graduated from the school I work at, and he uh, was on. I want to dead. believe you, but I wish you weren't a liar. Oh, I know. One thing that I'm not going to lie about is how excited I am about these new AEW uh, action figures that, have, that were just released at the they look New York Toy amazing. Fair. They look great. Uh, the company that makes them is Jazz Waves. I think I've never heard of them Jax before. Jazz Waves. Or yeah, Jazz, I've never heard Jazz Wares, I think, is the uh, company. But they have two waves of uh, figures. They're going to have... Uh, the first wave is Chris Jericho, Cody Rhodes, Brandy Rhodes, Kenny Omega, and the Young Bucks. And the second wave is going to be John Moxley, Dustin Rhodes, which his fucking figure looks great. Yeah? Um, Hangman Page looks awesome. The two that I have to get are Pentagon Jr. and Ray Phoenix. And then MJF. Yeah. Yeah, so, that'd be awesome. I'm really excited for these figures to come out. Uh, they're also coming out with a basic ring and then the authentic scale ring, which is going oh. to ex- include an exclusive Kenny Omega figure. And they also have some belts they're going to be coming out with. Right now, all they have is the World Heavyweight Championship belt that's been confirmed so far. It's kind of like the, the, the role play belts that you actually could wear. Like, not, yeah. Not for the figures. So they're starting to make waves now into the uh, into toy stores. So I would definitely keep your looks, uh, your eyes open uh, for the summer of 2020 for these action figures to be released because they're going to have to be added to my collection of action figures. Nice. Which, nice. Uh, speaking of action figures, when I went to that BCW show with Good Brother Wade a few weeks back. What's up, Wade? Bro- What's up, Brother Wade? Brother Wade, Brother Heck from Big Heck and Wade Adventures found right here on the Fourth Wall Pop Network. I give those guys a plug every week. I love it. Well, um, they deserve. But Good Brother Wade has hooked me up with the 
completion of my Riot Squad action figures. I have Ruby Riot's NXT figure and Ruby Riot's Elite figure. And I have been searching for Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan. Well, Good Brother Wade found them. And now I have the full Riot Squad collection. And now I'm not going to... Uh, first of all, I don't open up my action figures. No. So I'm going to keep them in this package because I have to meet them and they have to autograph them. So Ruby, Sarah, Liv, if you're listening to this, my name is Johnny Bones. <laughs> you will meet me at some point and I will need you oh. to autograph, uh, autograph your figures for me. Oh, who says that? Because I love you. I love oh, you. Oh, buddy. All. Buddy. That's a little creepy. Why is that creepy? Because they have to autograph their figures? Yeah, it was, it was a little creepy. Not as creepy as you telling Chris, I love you. That, that was well, fucking... I weird. mean, he's good at what he does. He is good at what he does. He's good. You got any... Speaking of being good uh, and music and stuff, you got any gigs coming up this weekend? I'm actually in the middle of playing a musical, of all things. Oh, nice. uh, I'm playing Damn Yankee. I have three musicals in a row, actually. Okay. I have Damn Yankees... And then I have to play everyone's favorite, not really, Grease. Ah, nice. Not really. I, I played in a pit orchestra for Grease, Annie Get Your Gun, uh, Footloose, which is probably my favorite one, um, Man of La Mancha. I played in a few pit orchestras before. I also, nice. when, I, when I was in college, I was in a pit orchestra for the world premiere uh, off-Broadway premiere of a Brazilian opera called Tamandua. Uh, the writer Joao McDowell came here to America to have his, his, um, his musical performed on Broadway. We, he did an off-Broadway premiere. He needed a piano player, a cello player, and three percussionists who knew how to play percussion. Yeah. Sorry, drummers out there, Smarky. So uh, me and I'm my a percussionist, br- asshole. I know, I know. Just busting your balls. God. So yeah, so me and my brother and another this other guy, Pete, all got uh, all were asked to perform in the orchestra for this uh, premiere of this opera, which is pretty yep, cool. Yep. Yeah, man. That's awesome, man. So gotta love the uh, the life of being a musician and the opportunities we always get. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Anyway, hey, I want to touch on one more wrestling do thing. It. I don't know if you saw this today, but um, so this guy takes his seven-year-old kid mm-hmm. to meet some AEW wrestlers, okay. and it happens to be one MJF. Oh God, I can see where this is going. And MJF gave the seven-year-old kid the finger. Uh- <laughs> and while you know the kid was upset, Dad understood what was going on. You know, he's right. he's in character. And um, Cody didn't. Cody didn't. Um, didn't apologize for him. But says, you know, you brought him here. You know, our wrestles are authentic. When you go see MJF, you're gonna get MJF. Right. But uh, he did say that he invited them to, uh, you know, a, a show, and they'll get the VIP treatment. But um, <laughs> is Cape Fade dead, or is that just MJF in real life? What do you think? I- I don't know. I think there's a lot of younger talent that are really trying to keep kayfabe alive and MJF being one of them. Because I've heard MJF, uh, I've heard, uh, who else, Sammy Callahan, have mm-hmm. interviews where they're not in the ring, like on podcasts or things like that. And they are still very much in character. Yep. I feel like the only time you, you do see that 
that that fine line is with WWE stars when they're on like Good Morning America or they're on the Jimmy Kimmel show. They are the person behind the character, but I feel like yep. other promotions are really trying to keep kayfabe alive. Um, and you know, I'm I'm happy that we still have wrestlers that are that are like that. You know, also commentators too, like Mauro Ranallo. Fucking, he knows how to keep kayfabe alive. And I tweeted him that once, and he's like, "Kay, he's like kayfabe. Who is this woman? I've never heard of her." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Mauro Ranallo, for replying to my tweet. But no, I mean, I think it's a good thing. I don't think kayfabe will ever die. No. I just think we have more outlets to to break the fourth wall, you know, no pun intended, uh, and see and see behind that wall. But I think there's a lot of a lot of stars out there that are really trying to keep kayfabe alive. Yep. So. Yep. I appreciate it. Yeah. But anyway, man. On that note, that was a pretty good show. I think so. Yeah. I think we did some really good stuff today. Yeah. We covered a lot of a uh, lot of good topics. You know Fan. what the best part is? Yeah. We did it without Doc. I, I was just going to say, Doc's not here. That's the best part, right? Because, see, when Doc's here, Doc just fucking talks. I mean, I mean, I mean, yeah, fuck you. Fuck, right? You're wrong. <laughs> ah! Sounds just like Doc. Nah, Doc, we, we miss you. We miss He's you. He's going to beat me up when I see him on Sunday now. Doc's going to take you into the Elimination Chamber. I would love to go into the Elimination Chamber. Oh, man. Anyway, on that note, fam, that's all the time we have for today. If this is your first time tuning in, thank you for listening to episode 65 of the Fourth Wall Cast. If you've enjoyed the show and want to show your support, be sure to follow us on all social media. That's Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Fourth Wall Cast. That's the number four, T-H-W-A-L-L-C-A-S-T. And also be sure to follow the network, the Fourth Wall Pop Network on Twitter at Fourth Wall Pop. That's fourth spelled out, F-O-U-R-T-H-W-A-L-L-Pop. Also on the network, be sure to check out the Big Heck and Wade Adventures as they talk about all things collectibles, action figures, Comic-Cons, wrestling, movies, film. They, they have it all. Also, Big Heck has now put out his anime series. Uh, Big Heck is a huge fan of anime, so please Ooh. be sure to check them out as well on the 4th Wall Pop Network. Uh, be sure to follow me on Instagram at JC Bone, uh, Instagram and Twitter at JC Bones. That's Bones with a Z. For those of you that uh, enjoy video content, whenever I am at my gigs, I like yeah. to post videos to my stories. So be sure to follow me and check out Gig Life with Johnny Bones on my Instagram. Smarky, tell the fan where they can find you. Uh, well, right now you can find me nowhere. Uh, social media and me are going through a bit of a breakup. Uh-oh. Um, Twitter, I just never really got into and because it, it's it's an election year, so I, I've stayed off. I'm not going to lie to you. Um, Even though that, last week you said you were going to try to be better on Twitter, and yeah, I did and put I a contest out it. there. I can't do it, guys. Well, I can't right contest. now. I still have that Kenny Omega Funko Pop for the winner. It gives me the number of times Smarky has said, I'll do better on Twitter. Shut up. I'm sorry. So, in other words, they can't find you anywhere. You're just off the grid. Right now I am. I'll be back. Don't you worry. He will be back. You heard it here first, folks. Uh, and then if you want, you can go ahead and follow Doc Haas on Twitter at Dr. Haas 4WC. 
Uh, please be sure to tell all your friends to like, share, and subscribe, and help this thing grow and grow and continue to be your biggest draw for the critics, the marks, the casual, and the hardcore. Once again, we are the Fourth Wall Cast, and we are here to make it pop. Smarky, it's <laughs> been real, it's been fun, but it has not been real fun. On that note, goodbye and good night. Too sweetly, brother. Toodles. I think Doc's fired. I think you and I do this so much better than, than when he's around. I think so. I think so. Fucking fired. You're fired. You're, You're fired. fired. All right, brother. On that note, I'm going to go um, <coughs> see Amanda. I'll tell you, say hello. Yeah, tell her, say what's up. I'm going to go shave my head. Hopefully yeah, not cut Don't it like cut you. yourself like I did. Yeah, I'm probably going to because they just made fun of me. Yeah, because I'm probably still bleeding too, hopefully not. <laughs> oh, I hope All not. All right, brother. All right, bro. Catch you later, dude. Sounds good. Peace. Peace.